Welcome to the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. If you're struggling in your marriage, or maybe you're wondering if it's even salvageable before you give up or before you let things get too hard, let us come alongside you and help you solidify your marriage. We offer biblical encouragement and insight to help you strengthen your marriage. Welcome to the Vision Driven Marriage Podcast. We're Doug and Leslie Davis, and today we get the opportunity to look at the intersection between vulnerability and gratitude. It's the second of our gratitude series that we're on this month, and the next uh, podcast will also be on gratitude, so don't stop listening right after this podcast because next week we will also have another one on gratitude to finish out the November month. And so, but today's podcast, what we want you to, to learn, our, our learning goal for this podcast is to understand how vulnerability and gratitude affect each other. Right. And, you know, in particular, uh, gratitude affects vulnerability. And, and uh, as we look at what that really is going to mean, there's this, this interesting interconnectedness that we need to explore. Absolutely. Vulnerability is something that is needed in a relationship in order to cultivate intimacy. It's very hard to be intimate without being vulnerable, at least on some level. So one of the things that you can do in order to help your spouse open up and be vulnerable is to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. That's absolutely right. <laughs> Tankful, thankful. That's it. A tankful of thank. Plateful, a plateful, grateful. grateful. <laughs> but but it, in, in in all seriousness, as as we mentioned last week, but we need to really explore a little deeper this week. Um, every single day, there are things that will happen that could legitimately cause you to be critical because they're things that deserve criticism. Every single day, there's things that happen to you that legitimately should cause you to be grateful because they're worthy of being grateful about. And, you know, both will happen to every single one of you on a daily basis. However, where you choose to spend the majority of your time is up to you. It doesn't mean that the things that are difficult that need to be done differently shouldn't be addressed. What it means is if you choose to live in the criticism, uh, nobody's going to want to open up and be vulnerable around you if you're critical of everything that they do. But if you're going to choose to to live in the grateful, remember, every day you got to deal with both. But if you choose to spend time in what you're grateful for instead of choosing time in what you're critical about, uh, you open up an opportunity to make your relationship significantly more intimate. And when you are talking to your spouse about something that is critical, there are very positive ways to approach that communication. Right. And um, I, I believe we've done a podcast on communication where we talked about a soft startup. Yeah. And um, so if you want more information on a soft startup, because it's not really what we're focusing on today's episode, right. um, you can Google it. The Gottman Institute has uh, several articles on how to facilitate a soft startup um, and that can wrap criticism into a, a healthy communication level. But what we're talking about today is how gratitude can foster that vulnerability. Um, you know, when you're grouchy and critical, um, nobody wants to be around, you know, nobody wants to be around that. Um, right. I'm thinking of a Karen that 
<laughs> you know, nobody wants. Our apologies to all of you named Karen. Yes, yes, I feel bad, and so, but gratitude will open up the um, the possibilities of being more vulnerable in the relationship, just for the simple fact that it gives a space and an opportunity for your spouse to gravitate toward you instead of away from you if you're being critical. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the concept of when you're grateful, your spouse feels like he or she is able to be more vulnerable. It does work where it feeds them the gratitude because when your spouse is vulnerable and you realize the, the reasons why they're being vulnerable, because they do trust you, because they realize that you're grateful, because they realize that there's safety in the relationship, it gives you even more reasons to be grateful. But um, the, the gratitude uh, affecting vulnerability is a big thing because without gratitude, somebody may choose not to be vulnerable so things go unsaid. Um, mm-hmm. and because the things go unsaid, uh, the intimacy that you could have in your relationship, um, uh, isn't what it ought to be. And so what we need to look at is how vulnerability and gratitude work together and how gratitude can create a kind of vulnerability that will change the focus of your relationship. What it does is it opens, um, or sorry, not opens, it shifts the mindset from a scarcity mindset to that of a abundance. abundance, thank you, an abundance mindset. Now, a scarcity mindset is where you're focusing on the negative, and there's always something better, something more to be gained um, because there are shortcomings. All, all you, you look know. at is what you don't have. Right, all you look at is what you don't have, so there's, there's more out there that you could have had or should have had. You know, those types of things. But an abundance mindset is when you're grateful and thankful of the things that you do have and have an appreciation for the way things that are doesn't necessarily mean that you can't strive for better or... Well, you should always strive for better. Right, and strive for more, but you're grateful and thankful of the things that you do have and it emphasizes the positive aspects of that. So that's the difference between a scarcity mindset and an abundance mindset. And I know right now some of you are saying, okay, time out. That's all well and good. That's great. Those things are true. Scarcity mindset, abundance mindset, completely true. But you don't understand the things that are going on in my relationship. You're right. We might not understand the things going on in your relationship. And I know that right now you may be going through something that's so very difficult it's really hard for you to be able to see the things that you have to be grateful for. But I guarantee that there are things to be grateful for. It doesn't mean that the things that need to be fixed no longer need to be fixed simply because you're recognizing what you're grateful for. And so uh, I want you to be able to overcome a hurdle that gets in the way of too many couples. Too many couples think, if I'm grateful, if I don't keep complaining, then the things that need to be fixed won't get fixed. That's not true. Um, it's a lie that the enemy would love for you to believe that I have to keep complaining or I can't fix it. The reality is when you can be grateful about the things you have to be grateful for, you're going to allow your spouse to realize there's at least safety in that. And they may be able to open up in a way that you can actually fix some things instead of being stuck in the cycle where I'm complaining, but you're still doing what I don't like, so I still complain, but you're still doing what I don't like, so I still complain. The lie is, if I don't complain, it won't change. The reality is, when I'm grateful, 
my spouse will be more vulnerable, and the opportunity to change will actually exist. Yeah, there'll be an openness to where you can talk about the things that need right. to be that need to change or need to be different. And so it it's an interesting dynamic because we can't force our spouse to open up or to no. be more vulnerable. But we do have control over the choices that we make as far as being grateful, you know. And a lot of times we don't have to look very far to find something to be grateful for. Right. You know, we can find um, even the littlest things um, that are important, you know, mm -hmm. to be grateful for and just begin to express that gratefulness for those even just the little things. Right. And, the, and the gratitude will also open you up. It doesn't just allow your mm -hmm. spouse to be vulnerable. It will open you up. Because if you are in that normal mindset, very normal mindset, of I've got so many things that are going on in my day, the things that I'm grateful for, I'm not expressing as often as I should. Okay, uh, I'm grateful for them. I just don't say it enough. I'm grateful for it. I just don't let that be known often enough. Mm -hmm. It's very normal. Uh, we want you to be abnormal because normal kind of stinks in this regard. Um, go ahead and share the things you have to be grateful for because not only will it help your spouse, it's going to help you. Because if I focus just on the things that Leslie's not doing, we know that's bad. But if I'm equally focused on the things that I wish she would do and the things that I'm grateful for, but I don't share the things that I'm grateful for. I'm going to stay in that neutral position where I'm not going to be willing to open up either. But as I move toward expressing what I'm grateful for, and it reminds me of that reality, it allows me to open up too, where now I can deal with the things that, that we might need to look at to fix in a way that's more open, more honest, and that started with the truth of, I'm so thankful for... And then I filled in the blank with what I was thankful for. Because that openness, it paves the way for greater intimacy. Mm -hmm. Just for the simple fact that in our own nature, in our, you know, even in our human nature, we gravitate towards people who are more positive or more grateful. Mm -hmm. And we move away from the people who are grouchy or not thankful or bitter or criticize. You know, how often have you heard in you know, today's society in the mental health world where you need to cut out the toxic people. Mm -hmm. Well, the majority of the toxic people are, you know, one of their qualities, probably amongst many, but one of their qualities is that they're ungrateful, mm -hmm. critical. And we, we have a lot of things that cause us to laugh that would cause us pain in our personal lives. We laugh at people who are critical and grouchy and ungrateful when we get to watch them on the show we're streaming. But it's not funny when it's the person that we're trying to have a close connection and intimate relationship with. And so, you know, you, you might have thought, well, but I kind of like the whole concept of the restaurant that calls me names when they throw me my hamburger. That's different. That's something that we, you know, you pay to be insulted because it's... It's, it's entertainment. And, it, and it's temporary. Yeah. And you know that it's temporary. But in your relationships... Uh, nobody wants to spend a considerable amount of time around somebody who we believe is going to be critical of what we do regardless of what we do. Because that leads toward hopelessness. That mm -hmm. leads toward a feeling helplessness. of helplessness or giving up. Mm -hmm. And none of those things are the right approach. Now, we don't want to just remove the negative. We want to acknowledge what needs to be put into place. When you are grateful, look at the effect that has. 
Because if you know that even if I mess up, my spouse is going to be grateful for the things I did or grateful for the fact that I tried Mm -hmm. because they recognized the effort. If you know for sure that even when things don't work perfectly, there's things my spouse appreciates and cares about. Look at how now uh, you're filled with hope. You're filled with motivation to try to do the things that can make it even better because, again, every one of us even on a great day, has an opportunity to do things better than we did. Um, But now you're motivated to do so because you know that you're being met with gratitude. You know you're being met with hope. You know you're being met with encouragement. And it just causes all of us to want to do things even better. Where criticism makes us want to say, leave me alone. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, or back out or stonewall. Uh, You know, there's, there's a... There's a lot of negative responses to someone who is who is very critical. But the dance between gratitude and vulnerability is really a cornerstone. Yeah, that kind of dance <laughs> is really a cornerstone in an intimate relationship. Um, and they really go hand in hand. Uh, in a previous episode, we talked about trust and trustworthiness. Right. You know, we don't have control over whether our spouse trusts us but we have control over whether we can behave in a trustworthy manner. Well, the same is true with vulnerability and gratitude. We can't force our spouses to open up to us, you know, or to to be intimate or to be vulnerable, Um, but we can foster our gratefulness towards them and the things that they do, the things that we're thankful for about them that will help them have the space, the safe space to be vulnerable in the relationship. Right. And, and, and that's huge because again, just, you know, what Leslie just shared that I can't control whether she trusts me. I can control whether I act in a trustworthy way. We we've established that. That was one of the episodes recommend you go check it out. If you didn't get I'll to hear link it. it in the show notes, but, um, I can't control whether my spouse wants to share everything that's going on with me. That's something that she has to choose to do. But I can control whether I'm expressing toward her a heart of gratitude or a heart of criticism. And you might be thinking, well, those aren't the only two options. I could be neutral. Um, but neutral still doesn't get it. Neut- no, neutral's worse. Yeah, because... Neutral's worse because apathy is something that, you know, we, we want to encourage you. If, if you're struggling with, I don't care please find someone that can help you work through that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Criticism isn't isn't the I don't care. It's awful, but it's just wrongly placed passion. Mm -hmm. There's still passion. And so can you turn that passion toward the things that you have to be grateful for? They're there. And so if your passion is preeminently focused on the gratefulness, then you can also deal with the things you have to legitimately criticize. But if your passion's focused on the criticism, it's going to help your spouse shut down. Yeah, and you were talking about that being neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, how, how many of you have have noticed that when we have a void of information, a lack of information, or a gap in our information, we tend to fill it with, with assumptions that are negative, Right. So if you have a spouse that's neutral or you're being neutral towards your spouse, then your spouse is going to fill that void of, you know, does my spouse appreciate me? Am, you know, am I 
worth something to them? Am, am I important to them? You know, they're, and they don't know that. That's a void there. They're going to fill that with negative thoughts because that's what we tend to do in our human nature is fill that void of information with negative yeah. negative, inf- negative assumptions. And, and if you're the spouse that fills the void of information with positive assumptions, uh, then you run the risk of people saying that you're naive. Um, you know, because we've, we've seen that as well um, in, in relationship after relationship. Somebody who just assumes, well, everything has to be okay because they, they are filling it with the positive um, often are accused of not facing reality. When you face reality, then you're accused of being critical all the time. Where's the balance? The balance is recognizing that every single day um, there are things that will be a struggle for you. Every single day there are things that you need to truly be grateful for. You've got to spend time on both. The question is, where are you going to spend the majority of your time? Where's your focus going to be? And even more importantly, where will your passion end up? Will you be passionate about your criticism or passionate about your gratefulness? I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the you get a choice on where you place the passion. You don't get a choice on whether you're going to face things that deserve criticism. You will. You don't get a choice on whether you face things that deserve gratitude. You will. But you get a choice where you're going to place your passion. I think it's a good word. It is. And so that is where vulnerability and gratitude intersect. Next week, we've got a large list of legitimate, practical things that you can do to show gratitude, to show thankfulness. Now, it's going to be pretty cool. Don't miss next week because next week it's not just ways you can show how thankful you are for your spouse, but also how you and your spouse can show thankfulness together as one unit. And if you are not getting um, the Heart Call newsletter into your email box, then you're not getting a sneak peek at the interview podcast that we do the first Friday of the month. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes of where you can sign up for our Heart Call newsletter, which has all of the episodes for the month of the Vision Driven Marriage podcast and a sneak peek of the interview that will drop the next Friday after and, after the newsletter. Right. And we would love for you to leave us a review, tell your friends mm-hmm. that they can get this podcast where they get their podcast. We're Doug and Leslie Davis. This is the Vision Driven Marriage podcast, and we continue to pray that God would submit by your marriage.